It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Thank you for listening to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. This is a wonderful March month, and I hope you're enjoying your um, uh, spring break and March of Dimes and basketball. We're enjoying the show this evening, and he, uh, my co-host tonight is uh, no, no other one but Roberto Perez, the uh, owner of Miller Title Texas and our sponsor of our show. We also have um, V on the line because she is traveling to Georgia to go party with her family. And Michael Clark, our producer, Courtney, is in Florida. So we want to welcome uh, our host, our guest who's coming on board from Buckner International. Today, we're going to be speaking about foster care and adoption. And uh, we're very glad to have um, Roberto Perez here with us because I think it's very important for the community and businesses to know the need of adoption. There's over 300,000 children in the DFW area waiting for adoption or wow. or uh, foster. So with um, I'd like to um, welcome Miss Andy Harrison with Buckner International. Yay. Welcome. Hi, how are y'all? Yes, good. Welcome, good, welcome. Good evening, Miss Harrison. Uh, we're so happy to have you here. You're joining us now from uh, Buckner Foster Care and Adoption Regional. Uh, you're the re- regional director. And basically, you know, what we're going to do today is we're going to enlighten people about Buckner International, right? You're going to yeah. uh, walk us through and let us know what is it that Buckner International is, how, uh, you know, in history of the the foster care home, it's how long it's been in, in with us or helping communities. And uh, we'll love mm-hmm. to, you know, we'll love to learn more about this because it's actually a very delicate topic and, that's why I'm here because I want to learn about it too. Very excited, and awesome. I'm happy to to have you here on the show with us. So well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So, Miss Andy, would you give us a little bit of history about uh, Buckner International and uh, what what is your position with uh, Buckner, and take us through the uh, journey? Okay. Well, um, I'm Andy Harrison. I am the regional director for foster care and adoption for the DSW area, as well as the Rio Grande Children or the Rio Grande Valley. Um, but Buckner is one of the oldest nonprofits um, around. We've been celebrating um, for 142 years of operation. We were founded in 1879 in Dallas, Texas. It started um, post-Civil War for the children that were orphaned from the war by um, Dr. Robert Cook Buckner, who we call Father Buckner. Wow. Wow. Since 19—I'm sorry, 1879— and it yes, was founded here time, in right? our very own Dallas, Texas. How's that? I didn't know that. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, we we've had a journey of children that have come in and out of our um, ability to serve them, and just we have a great alumni, different children that we've been able to serve. So now you are also international because the first time I ever went to your Buckner, uh, I was a very young uh, person. I had just gotten married and. Uh, I wanted to volunteer and uh, went yeah. to Buckner in Dallas, Buckner off of, uh, I guess it's in Mesquite area, Olds area. It is. And it was the an East amazing, Dallas. yes, yes, yes. And it, it was a surprising thing for me because I'd never been to a um, an orphanage is what it was. And uh, it was a friend of mine was actually taking her, well, not a friend of mine, but a friend of my parents were, was 
uh, giving her children up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother and, and I, we were very um, upset about this. So we went to see what what the orphanage was about. And that's why I learned about Butner. It has always been in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the history is very much there. I mean, it has been the children that have been orphaned because of the wars. It's been because of um, different poverty, different times where people aren't able to care for their kids. You know, around the 90s, orphanages were just not something that we knew was what was best for kids. And so we started slowly transitioning to where children need to be placed in um, family-like settings, like in foster homes. Um, But adoption is um, near and dear to our history um, because we do want to make forever homes for our children. So can you tell us a little bit about your mission and your over your vision and your values for the or, for the organization? I think you're Christian based, right? Yeah, we're a faith based um, um, organization, but our uh, mission is just to transform the lives of vulnerable children um, and enrich the lives of senior adults that build upon strong families through Christ and our values. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people don't really realize about Buckner is that when we started in 1879. We had to have people that kind of helped with the children, right? And so a lot of the widows um, from the Civil War came to the campus and really helped care Mm -hmm. for our kids. Mm -hmm. And so we have transformed that over the years, and we provide continuum of care. So we care for children, babies, all the way up to seniors. Um, And so we do have different um, senior facilities across the state of Texas. But our vision is just to set the standard of excellence in ministry for our children and families. Um, and senior adults. Um, and we do that being Christ-like, passion-driven, and just having a servant spirit. Right. Wow, that's amazing. You know, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't too familiar, or I should say I'm not too familiar with the topic, and just reading over this, you know, um, it's it's amazing how we actually have very little knowledge on what's going on with these kids, right? In society, yeah. I guess, um, they don't, they don't highlight any of this, and this is something that it's really crucial for our society. I mean, I'm reading here, and I'm seeing that just uh, in Texas, there's about uh, 6,800 children waiting to be adopted. Is that about right? Yes, there is. Um, and so we have about six, almost 6,800 kids that are waiting to be adopted right now, and almost 30,000 kids that are in foster care in Texas. Wow. Um, and so that's just a lot of children um, that really do need um homes to be able to care for them if that means temporary for just a few months um, while the parents are able to um, make the home safe again um, or long-term through permanency through adoption. Wow. You're, lis- you're listening to Alexander Friends 660, The Answer. We're um, interviewing uh, Miss Andy Harrison with Buckner International, which is a foster and uh, adoption organization, of which is uh, Christian-based. And we're also, uh, my co-host today is Roberto Pettis with Miller Title. And Andy Harrison is an amazing uh, lady who is here yes. representing uh, the uh, Buckner International. So, Ms. Andy, tell us a little bit about um, how the programs and services that you offer, because I didn't realize you had also seniors, uh, adult seniors right, care. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so we do. We offer... Um, we do have senior living communities. We have it where it goes from um, independent living um, to hospice um, wow. and memory care. So just a wide range of different um, types of senior um, living that we provide. And um, I believe it's like in five different locations across the state of Texas. 
Um, but we also provide, and this is one that I'm just so excited to know that Buckner does, is we do preservation programs where we want to be able to help families um, that they are living in poverty um, to um, be able to become self-sufficient, um, where they are getting job, job training, education training, some counseling to address some of their past hurts. Um, because what we know is if we can get families out of poverty, then we can ensure that there's less children that are being abused and neglected. Wow. And so we want to be able to prevent these children from coming into foster care. So we offer two different preservation programs, our Family Pathways and our Family Hope Centers. Um, and then we also provide foster care and adoption. Um, and one of the things that's very dear to my heart is just kinship care. Um, we know that there's so many grandparents, so many aunt and uncles mm -hmm. that are out there caring for children, mm -hmm. and we want to be able to ha allow them to be licensed so they can get the same kind of services that a foster parent would receive. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Um, you know yeah. what? Just thinking about what you said, it's it just gave me goosebumps, right? Because it's so much information, so much the passion that you're you're telling us this with, it's just, you know, it goes through without saying how, how strong the energy goes, but... You know, just to ask you real quick, what would you say the average age of a children of foster care is uh, right now? Yeah, so the children that are coming into foster care, about 50% of those are under the age of five. Wow. However, the children that are lingering in foster care are above the age of 10. Um, and so you can see that it, people want the little bitties, right? They want to be able to care um, either through foster care relatives wanting the little bitties, um, people are wanting to adopt those little bitties, but the ones that we are struggling with is finding foster homes and adoptive homes um, for those that are older, um, those that um, are really developing into their own, um, mm -hmm. and um, it's really sad to see how they're aging out of foster care at such a high rate because the... Wow. Um, the statistics are not good for them. They are getting involved in criminal activity. Um, they are homeless. And so we don't want those children to be having that future for themselves. And so we are desperately looking for families that are interested in caring for these older kids. What is the reason that a parent would take a child to the orphanage? Right. Yeah. So um, taking a child to, to our location is very rare now. Um, that is not something that really occurs. It's usually CPS, the Child Protective Services, that is doing an investigation and finding that there's been abuse and neglect that's occurring in the biological home. And typically that's involving neglect, drug abuse, domestic violence, physical abuse, or just their inability to care for the children. Wow. Wow. So in this case, your organization right now is pretty much taking these kids and helping them go through society while giving them the basic skills and, and, and a little more, I guess, to be able to develop into our society just like any other kid and be able to get a job, you know, live their life and not be yes. part of that um, statistics of kids from foster care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our children, um, it doesn't matter if they're a foster child or they're our children in our own homes. They all deserve normalcy. They all deserve to have their childhood. And so we want to be able to provide that for them. That's amazing. That's and amazing. provide the healing that they need. Wow, Ms. Harrison. Yeah, that's great. So let me just ask you real quick. 
why do this? Why do you join this organization and put all this effort into this, um, you know, these kids and, and, and not just maybe get a nine to five and do something else? What drives you mm -hmm. to do this? You know, for me, what drives me is um, the value of family. Um, I see so many times that um, when families are um, torn apart, um, that impacts the society. And so for, I had a great childhood. I had a mom and a dad that were married and together. And it wasn't until college when I was doing some mentoring that I was able to see um, how children just didn't have the same lifestyles I had. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's not fair to those children. It's not fair to the family. And it's something that I feel like we can be able to help. Um, wow. When you have some grief and loss in your life, You don't have you don't have the support, then it's very hard when people say just pull yourself up out of your bootstraps. It's very difficult to be able to do that on your own when you don't have that support. And so that's why I'm so happy that I'm part of Buckner International that we are providing them the skills and the abilities to actually do that. You're listening to Alexander Friend 660, The Answer. We have uh, Andy Harrison with Buckner International, who is our guest today. And also my co-host is uh, Roberto Perez with Miller Title. And uh, he is here sitting at V's chair. So V is... I'm filling in for V today. Oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> v is on vacation. She's warm. traveling. Keeping that chair warm. And Courtney is in Florida having a good time for... Um, They're having a with great time family. out there. They're, you know, having family time. I just know. Enjoying the sun, being at the beach. You know, hey, it's okay. They need a break. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I guess I need a break, too. <laughs> well, we want to bring Miss Andy Harrison back again and continue the journey, telling us the, all the information that we need to know about adoption, foster, and also I didn't realize that they also have senior care for adults. I think that is a wonderful organization, and it is a Christian faith um, organization. So, Roberto, what, how do you feel so far listening to this? Doesn't that affect you in a way? It, it hurts me. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, you know, something that if, like, Miss Harrison was talking about, you know, she was helping these people that don't have what she had in her life. And, you know, that's what drives her. And I'm just amazed by the whole topic itself because, like, you know, if, if you grew up in a nice family or you were able to, I guess, be provided the, the basic needs, and a little more, then you don't realize that there's kids out there that, that don't have that, you know. And it's it's amazing how how much children are out there in our own Dallas, Texas. But it's also amazing that we have great people like Andy Harrison that, you know, are directing these organizations. Absolutely. Uh, Andy, can you tell us a little bit, give us a little bit overview of the Buckner foster care and adoption and kind of got us through that. And it is, is this also what you do with the seniors and how does, how do, how do you take it from the, Youth to the seniors. Yeah, absolutely. So our Buckner Foster Care and Adoption Programs are in nine different cities across the state of Texas. And so we serve the Dallas area, Longview, Luskin, Beaumont, the Rio Grande Valley, Midland, Lubbock, Amarillo, and, and Fort Worth. Um, and so we have a team of professionals that are out there in each of those locations that are really building personal relationships with our children and our families that are interested in caring for these kids and providing them the emotional support and counseling and really setting them up for services to be able to um, 
process and to heal from the trauma that they've been exposed to um, during the abuse and neglect that they had in their biological homes. Um, but our goal is always to get these children back to their biological families. Um, our first and foremost goal is to be able to have the kids go back to their biological parents um, because that is what is best for these kids. Mm-hmm. But also right. um, to be able to get them with their relatives. Um, there are so many grandparents that are out there that love their grandchildren and want to be able to continue to care for them. And so we want to be able to look at those things as well. And so when we are recruiting our foster families, our adoptive families, we want them to understand that that is our goal first and foremost. And then we are dedicated to finding families for children rather than finding children for families. And so we're not going to just place any child into a home. We want to make sure that it's the right match, um, looking at the needs of everyone. Right. Um, And we're just going to serve and equip our families. Um, And so we're able to do that. Um, We do that in collaboration with Child Protective Services because it's not just about the child. The biological family needs some services as well, and Child Protective Services provides those services for the biological parents. And we work jointly together to be able to make this occur. But you had asked about retirement services as well, and we do have retirement communities in the Dallas area, Longview, um, the Beaumont area, Houston, Mm -hmm. Austin, and the San Angelo area. Um, And, you know, many of those um, communities, um, they, they still volunteer to be able to continue to help the children in our um, Buckner Children and Family Services side rather than the Buckner Retirement side. And so we do want to make sure that we can continue to have that continual of care that we can be able to see when God calls us to be able to serve the children or the orphans and the widows, that we can be able to show that we are serving those two populations. Andy, I have another question. How old is the child able to stay in at the at the um, Buckner or or a self foster or an, a foster child? Mm-hmm. How old? What's the final age for them to to be available to the service of of the Buckner home? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so um, legally, a child is no longer a child at the age of seventeen, and so. Um, legal intervention with the court ends at 17. However, we all know that a child that turns 18 years old is not ready to live on their own. I have a 16-year-old um, son, and I just can't even imagine um, saying, okay, good luck, um, and have fun. Here's, some, here's a little bit of dollars for you. Um, they need that support. They need that backbone to be able to continue to support them. And so the state and the federal government continue to provide financial resources to be able to keep the children in care until they're 21 years old. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, so they can stay in extended foster care. Do all children want that? No, they don't. But we do try to encourage that as as much as possible um, for our children. So you have children that live at the Buckner Center, right? At the Buckner home. We do. We do. We have some campus homes on our our site um, in the East Dallas area. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'd love to sometime give a, get a tour to come over and show great. us around. I think that's oh, an absolute great. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We would love that. Um, our campus homes that, with kids that still live on our campuses, um, we really try to look at serving 
um, larger sibling groups. Because if you think of a sibling group of four or five, mm. could someone in the community have the space in their home to care for that many children? And mm-hmm. I would say that it's very rare. And so we have some facilities on our, our site to be able to care for those that size of a sibling group. Um, or even our teenagers. Um, sometimes teenagers do a little bit better with a little bit more independence, and so right. we have a home that kind of cares for the, the teenagers as well. Um, but we have those locations in the Dallas area, Beaumont, the Rio Grande Valley, and Lubbock. Wow, and you are over all of those, correct? I'm over the Dallas-Fort Worth area in the Rio Grande Valley. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha, North Texas. Hey, you know what? I'm, I was... I'm engaged with all of those. Great, great, great. I was um, going to ask you, in regards to uh, how, well, if you're listening to the show, just to kind of give you an overview, we are talking about Buckner uh, International, and we're speaking with Andy Harrison, Buckner Foster Home. She's the regional director of North Texas. Um, we are taking you guys on a new topic today. We're going over, you know, foster care and senior care. Um, the overview of Buckner Foster Care and Adoption Center right now is helping children, helping families. They are taking these kids and bringing them up with a solid foundation so that they could rejoin our society or maybe go back to their, you know, families as we were speaking with Ms. Harrison about. So in this case, how do we find Buckner International? Where do we go? What What's the um, information that you can help us out? I mean, it's really simple. You just go to um, www.buckner.org, and you can find everything about our services there. Um, that means you can find out how you can be able to volunteer, how you can be able to provide donations, or even how to become a foster adoptive parent. Wow. So, you know, I was thinking when you were speaking about um, having kids dropped off, and that doesn't happen anymore, I guess, uh, it doesn't seem like um, that would be something ideal anyway. But, you know, I was thinking when I was in high school, and just to let you guys know, I, I'm actually a father of a 19-year-old. I had my son at 17. Mm-hmm. So so this was a topic to me. They, they they brought this up when I was in high school, you know, and they sat me down and they said, do you want to give up your, your child for adoption? And, uh-huh. and it was, you know, for me, I never even it never even crossed my mind, but just to know that if I had thought about that, which I knew in high school there were kids that, that you know, would be given up for adoption. I know in this case that there are people out there like Miss Harrison that are helping our community and, and helping these children get back get back in society. So that's amazing. I, I was honored to, to speak with you today, Miss Ms. Harrison. Yeah, you know, and I think that what you're saying is, um, is absolutely correct. If you have a 19-year-old 19 years ago, a teenager having a child um, was very difficult. Um, it's still very difficult, but there's so many more services that are out in the community to be able to help um, young parents be able to continue to care for their children. Um, we do still have a maternity program that is able to provide counseling to um, young parents that are looking at, or even older parents that are looking at um making an adoption plan for their child. And so we do have a private adoption program as well, but that is a very low percentage of what we, we continue to serve. But the majority of the children that we serve through adoption is through our foster care program. So one of the other um, questions that I have, when you have an adoption of a young couple that want to give up their baby, 
you go through the private through a private agency, correct? Is that what you do? Yes. Um, it, we feel like it's um, more ethical to go through an organization to be able to provide the counseling mm-hmm. that is necessary for um, a parent to make an informed decision about making an adoption plan. So when they're teenagers, uh, let's say that they're 16 and 17 and this is what they want to do, how do you process this? Is this through well through a private agency, but do you also join with the parents? How, Absolutely. What is the... Absolutely. So we have um, licensed professional counselors that um, are going through um, just the journey of their decision. Um, we first and foremost want to give them um, the skills to be able to parent. Um, but if their decision is still to make their adoption plan, then we're going to join their support group and support team um, to really be able to make this decision um, in, a, in a collective way. Um, at Buckner uh, International, we make a decision. We've made a decision that we have fully open, fully disclosed adoption. And so the family gets to, to pick the, um, the, the adoptive family for this child. And our adoptive families want to continue to keep the biological parents involved in the child's life. Um, almost like they're an aunt and uncle, but really they are their parents. And we feel like that is what's in the best interest of the children as they age to make sure that they can be able to process that grief and loss that occurs being placed for adoption. You're making me cry. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty hard pill to swallow. I was um, just thinking about if you have, in this case, um, this nonprofit, where does your funding come from? And just overall, yeah, so, um, you know, foster care and adoption, we are funded through child protective services, but not at a hundred percent. Um, it's, um, nowhere near a hundred percent. And so we do have to rely on private donations. Um, and so we look at, um, individuals that are interested in, um, providing financial, um, donations to our programs to, um, grants through foundations um, and even some government other government contracts or government awards um, but I would say the majority of the money that we receive is through private donations um, and so you know some people think oh I can't give much but I mean we've had people that give $25 a month um, and so that makes a huge difference okay wow well if you are listening to our show today and you like to donate to the Buckner International Center you can always jump online real quick at buckner.org and give a donation. And we will have that on our Facebook, and we will uh, make sure that you go to Alexander and Friends 660 The Answer and click on um, on like and uh, read all about Buckner uh, International like. and give us a like. And also um, get in touch with Buckner and see what you can volunteer with. Uh, one other question I have for you. Um, yeah. Andy, this is such an amazing subject. What, um, how is the mental health of these children through the process? Would you, do they have uh, somebody working with them through the process? What is the bottom line on this? How are children uh, going through this situation? Yeah, absolutely. It kind of depends on the age of the child. Um, but we are, all of our children are receiving some type of um, services to process the, the trauma that they've been exposed to. So if it's our younger children, they're probably getting developmental services 
Um, but if it's our children that have any kind of communication, they're usually in some type of therapy, if that's art therapy, play therapy, or even cognitive um, communication therapy. Um, mm-hmm. But we do that because we do want them to be able to process that grief and loss because studies have shown that that is not being addressed. It does impact them for years to come, even in a, as an adult. Andy, okay. Andy, uh, one of the things we'd like to ask you this afternoon or this evening, could you tell the public that's listening, how can they g- get involved with you, with Buckner? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have an amazing volunteer program, and many of our volunteers um, want to be able to serve our children. And so it could be through our preservation programs where it's in the community or with our foster children. Um, and so there's just a variety of different ways that you can volunteer. So if you go to the org, you can be able to learn more about that. Um, I would also say how you can support foster and adopt a family specifically is really providing them emotional and spiritual support. Um, start asking people around you, and I bet you'd be surprised how many people are fostering or have adopted in the past. And I'm an adoptive mom as well, and, um, you know, we adopted three years ago. Yeah, we adopted three years ago, and it's still hard. It can still be very isolating. And so really providing that support for those families is very critical. Um, Giving them restaurant or food delivery gift cards, um, that's always a plus for moms because nobody wants to be able to cook every night, right? But if you want to be able to help that way, that's really helpful but also educate yourself about trauma-informed care. Educate yourself about the children and the grief and the loss that they've been going through. Um, Dr. Karen Purvis and Dr. Cross from TCU, um, they've created an amazing program that we really follow called Trust-Based Relational Intervention, and it really goes into depth with trauma-informed care. But then also host a shower for an adoptive family or a foster family, um, you know, our families come to us and they're like, we're well, willing to care for a zero to 10 year old child. Well, can you imagine all the gear you need from a zero for a baby versus right. a 10 year old? Wow. And that's just really overwhelming. But if you have family and friends that can be able to host a shower, that would be really helpful to them. All right. Well, um, you know, we're coming down to the end of our show today and we are very honored to have you in our show. And I think our listeners will be very pleased to listen to our topic today. So, I wanted to thank you with all my heart for what you're doing. You are an amazing person. I learned so much from you today. I wish you the best. I wish the best for for Bugner International. And um, again, um, you know, thank you for being with us. We'll hope to meet you soon and give us a tour. Yeah, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to kind of talk about my love. So I appreciate it. Thank you, and Andy, we'd love for you to send us some uh, pictures of your of the organization and of you, so we can post on our Facebook. Uh, we yeah, we also will put all your information and uh, we'll uh, make sure Buckner.org is the, on there. And if people want to get in touch with you to look for, to do fostering or adoption, they can go to Buckner.org. And again, thank you for all your wonderful work and for bringing all, a journey through us for the for yep. the uh, citizens to, that mm-hmm. are listening, how they can come involved and make a difference in a child's life. Thank you again for coming to our show. And good evening, and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Roberto Pettis, Miller Title, Texas. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, Alexandra and Friends 660 
at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.